Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know, sometimes you could just try new stuff. Maybe she needs to come dressed up as a, like a little schoolgirl and fulfill his fantasy that way, or turn on some porn, or pull out some vibrators and see what he says. There's a lot of different things she could try. Yeah, I see that you have I got those, a whole bag of tricks. What, you have those try. just sitting at your fingertips right there. <laughs> Those came, came real quick to you. <laughs> How was it? I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, and clown. Together we host this podcast where we talk about sex because it's not talked enough about in our society. And as a result, all this shit comes from it, like shame, guilt, you know, sexual issues. So this is the morning after show. Which means that this is the lovely episode that you guys get to participate in by sending us your voicemails and texts. We will play them and read them. Uh, and they're all in response to last week's episode, um, last Thursday's episode on swinging, swinging 101, episode 127. However, if there is something that you'd like to discuss with us, regardless of what episode it is, we would be happy to hear from you. And all you have to do is go to Yes Text Mom. When she says go to Yes Text Mom, what she means is type it into your phone and call us and leave us a voicemail. <laughs> I was actually so excited that I remembered that it was Yes Text Mom. I forgot about the, the other stuff that I needed to mention. Okay, yes. Yes. Text us. And if you Call us. If you're enjoying the show and you'd love to help us out, please do so by sharing this on Facebook or Twitter and Instagram and tagging us and we'll give you a shout out on our podcast. Now, what do you mean, if they're enjoying this? Of course they're enjoying this. Okay, we don't know. I mean, they might they might not be enjoying this. Who knows? Well, yeah, if you're not enjoying this, let us know that too. And uh, oh, that's but whatever one. you do, whatever you do, don't leave a less than five-star rating <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> FYI, it doesn't go over well when we open our inbox and see that kind of shit. And when I don't you, think it's ever actually happened. Have we ever gotten lower than a five-star? Yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> Just a few puts people. Me in a very bad mood if I see that. Just a, anyway, you have never even seen it. You didn't even know it that existed. Well, if I see it, it will put me in a bad mood. I can guarantee that. All right, should we get to this episode? Yes, let's do it. All right. So, in la- last week we had Carol and David of the Sexy Lifestyle dot com uh, and podcast come on the show. They're swingers. They actually have an incredible story where the two of them were previously married to the other person's spouse. So they And they were dumped. They, they were, were dumped, dumped by their spouses. And so the both couples they swapped and got married again. Is this unbelievable? So you definitely or what? should hear that. They they need to hear that. They need to hear that. That's episode one twenty seven. Anyway, they give us step by step that okay, so that fast forward, they become swingers. You know, swingers, people that have sex with other people and <laughs> yeah. then uh, just for the people who don't know what swinging is. Especially the people that think it's swinging on a tree. 
which is what my general uh, thought would have been at first. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the reason that we're having a little bit of uh, talking over each other is because we are actually in two different states right now. I'm in Chicago and Cam is in Los Angeles. So I don't think a... anyone hears us talking over each other. Well, just in case you guys hear us talking over each other. It's I because think this we're is coming in to... loud and clear. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to swinging. All right. Swinging. Okay. So we, we got some lovely texts and voicemails. You want to play? I'll play one right now. How about that? I'd like to hear it. Yes. Hi, this is patron Rick. Cam, I hope your neurotic edema is healing. <laughs> that was very funny. Maybe some coconut oil will help you. I, I am so surprised there is something called neurotic edema. And then I wanted to say that the two guests on your recent Swingers podcast were such an inspiring couple. They sounded they sound happy, they sound respectful, uh, like they communicate on a very similar wavelength. I wonder how much of their compatibility was a product of uh, the swinging versus doing a podcast together. I imagine people will hear that and try to suggest to their partner that swinging, uh, that they consider swinging. That can cause a lot of anger, I'm sure. Hint, hint. Thank you for what you do. Goodbye. Hint, hint. Thank you, Rick. Okay. So thank there you. Well, for, can, we thank, can we thank him? Can we take him two thank seconds you, to thank, thank him? You. Yeah, thank you, Rick, our patron. It's a wonder, thank one, you. It was a wonderful voicemail. He's supportive of the show in, in both financial sense with patron and also in, a, in an emotional sense with these voicemails. It's incredible. Some people don't know what patron is. Uh, it's a it's a it's a way that you can send us some money to support the show, and also <laughs> yeah, you get bonus that, you get Cam. bonus content. You get you know we 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 uh, could get a direct line of communication with you. That's what I like the best, of being able to talk you know messaging confidentially back and forth that kind of stuff. But anyway, go pa- on patreon dot com slash sex talk with my mom. It will be in the show notes of this episode. Okay, so 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 to to respond his first point about my neurotic <laughs> edema. A, yeah. also known as <laughs> my ball itch that uh, comes and goes depending on my <laughs> the, the mental health of my brain. Well, again, that that, that episode was in, so hilarious. It wasn't just the swinging. It was the episode that you discussed. That was the, the previous re- one. That was yeah, right. the, the, morning, yeah. the last morning after show. Yeah, he discussed three different issues with a urologist, and one got more crazy than the next. And what are you talking about? One got more crazy than the next. One of the funniest. Ep- I I mean, I listened to that particular episode like three times. I didn't realize how funny it was. Like the, it just it is so funny because you literally call up one of my friends who's a urologist and like barrage him with questions about your penis, including the shape, the size, and the itch. I am doing this. For the benefit of our listeners, this is I'm sure this you is a are. selfless act. Selfless. It's selfless. It has nothing to do <laughs> with my personal well-being or anxieties or anything. It's really no, I'm no. I'm a voice of the people. The voice of the people. A lot of people are very concerned with the curvature of your of their dicks. Yeah, I mean, we we were doing geometry. We were doing more geometry than 101 than we were doing anything else. By the way, I saw my. Uh, <laughs> I saw my ex-boss uh, post on Facebook about Peyronie's disease. It was no. like a joke about Peyronie's disease. I'm now thinking she listens to the podcast um, <laughs> and has never told me. So 
Because <laughs> uh, what, what's the likelihood? I, I talk about Peyronie's disease with the urologist, and a day or two later, she posts a joke about Peyronie. Who, who even knows about Peyronie's disease? You, disease? apparently. And why do you know? Because you get one little notion in your head, and you research online to find some rare disease that no one except a urologist would have heard of. Excuse so me. you're right. She definitely came up with that from your, <laughs> the podcast. There's no question about that. She heard it on the podcast. It's too coincidental. I think you're underestimating how many of our listeners are are going to sleep and waking up in the middle of the night concerned about Peyronie's disease. Well, why don't you just a, a quick re- reminder of what that is? Plaque forms on your penis <laughs> creating a curvature that is unnatural and can cause pain during sex. Okay. So I'm sure that's a super common thing that uh, pretty much everyone goes through at some point in their life. <laughs> and that's why you did it. You, you did it for all the men out there that I have are suffering for, um, from Peyronie's disease. And the women out there as well who might encounter yeah. a man with Peyronie's disease. It may, it, maybe, though, having that Peyronie's disease could make your dick hit the G-spot better. Uh, it actually can cause a lot of issues. But I, I will tell you... That for every, if anyone is concerned, my penis is normal. It just it tends, <laughs> it's uh, it grows erect in an erect way. So that's about so it. So glad to hear that. Okay, so can, glad. Can we move? On? So the neurotic edema has actually subsided, which is the itch. And uh, thank you, Rick, for the concern and the well wishes. Okay, now don't forget the size issue. Also, that was resolved as well. I am a very average Jewish penis. <laughs> Why do you have to put Jewish in there? I, it's it's circumcised. It looks particularly Jewish. Okay. It's an, it's <laughs> does, an anxious does dick. It, does it have like a yarmulke on its head? What? Yeah. What? What? what <laughs> yeah, it's got what a nice yarmulke on my head and the head okay. of my penis. It's, it's got a little Jewish star tattooed on there somewhere. All right. There's uh, zero chance you'd ever get a tattoo of a Jewish star on your dick. Why the fuck? Where, where does this even come from? I don't know. Anyway, let's move on to the second part of his question. All right, so he says, uh, you know, he compliments the, the swingers. He says that they, they sounded happy, they're inspiring, respectful, they sound like they have open communication. And he says, I wonder if that that communication came first with, with regard to the swing. So, so was it the swinging that led to that communication or was it the podcast that led to that open communication? Yeah, and after, you know, having us on their podcast and having us... Uh, them on our podcast, I think we've determined that they, the reason that they are so compatible is because they both have very open communication with each other. Yeah. And which allows for the swinging and which later allowed for the podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they do a lot of tours where they have these, you know, events planned with all the swingers. They're, they're like the king and the queen, uh, all this kind of stuff. So I, I really think the podcast was a result more than the other way around. But they did offer some blankets to us, sex blankets. I just I, want to I, mention. I don't know how your brain works like this. I just I I thought about the fact that I did this video with you about the sex blankets, and it is so funny that I literally watch it when I want to be entertained. Oh. It's so funny! It's so funny! It's on it's our a one. It's on our, it's Instagram, on our Instagram page Instagram. if you want to watch it. Yes, it's, it's it's so at funny. sex talk with my mom. Yes, you guys have got to check out that because at the end, the dog makes an appearance. And if you would like to get a sex blanket that you can jizz all over and get, you know, <laughs> squirting stains on and then throw oils, it in the wash. Oils, massage oils. The whole idea is you put take this blanket, you jizz on it, and 
just no. gets soaked in <laughs> nasty oils and lubes. It's not the idea of it. You're not supposed to like rolling it's not, around it's not like in all this shit. It's a blanket. It's what a bukkake blanket. You? You, you get all it's, this shit on it. And you put it in the wash, and then you can sleep on. You you could just sleep on normal, dry, clean sheets. I know someone already said they were purchasing it because they wanted to have a threesome or a foursome on it. Yeah, and that would be or great. Foursomes, baby. Foursome. <laughs> we are learning so many little. <laughs> Ling- the lingo of of swinging it, but it, anyway go ahead how can they get one of these lovely you get uh, 20 bucks off if you go to uh the sexy lifestyle.com there's a shop there's, the, yeah. the blanket is called the throws of passion blanket and you can enter promo code mom for 20 bucks off i think that's a good deal it's anyway deal. back to what we were talking so moving on to the third part of that the comment which i found fascinating was that he attributed anger to if you brought up, he said it, you could it could cause anger if one one of the two couple any any couple, um, the person well, how do you how am I what am I I'm getting all tongue tied here if one person in a relationship brings up the idea of swinging and the other person is not on board he feels like it could bring up some anger yes and we kind of we didn't really get into that as much as he that he probably. Uh, he, he, he said, "You know, I agree with him that th- that that conversation is delicate. And while we, it's it is delicate, but it, would it bring up anger? Or would it bring up more of a uh, uh, distrust, or would it bring up more of a insecurity? I mean, it, it could bring up jealousy. I, I don't see anger as being the number one feeling or emotion that I would feel. Right. I think it's very it it's very relationship and person dependent. Yes. So, like, if if Someone is very insecure about, you know, I shouldn't even make that judgment. But, if, you know, yeah, I guess if someone is, is more insecure about their partner going off and having feelings for other people, I could imagine that someone's, that, that partner suggesting, hey, why don't we open this up and allow me to fuck other men or women might create some anxiety and anger in that person. Anxiety can lead to anger. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. And you know what's also interesting to me when it comes to the whole idea of opening up a relationship? People tend to think that they like if they're married, they should they 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 own the other person. They own you know like oh, oh I wouldn't allow that to happen. I, I get that a lot from people. I wouldn't allow. I mean, th- I did a video on cuckolds. Cuckolding is mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. you know. Do I need to explain it? Or yes, yes. To- no one knows what cuckolding oh. is. Okay, so I didn't either until I started doing a YouTube channel. This video that I put on, it's called "It's Okay for My Wife to Have Sex with Young Guys." I'm a cuckold and I love it. it was based that's on a guy. That, wait, that's the title of your video. Yeah, almost three hundred thousand views on this video. So it's what very. What the hell? It's a very. What did, wait, very can you repeat the topic. title one more time? It was based on an uh, email I got from a guy who said, "It's okay for my wife to have sex with young guys. I'm a cuckold and I love it." Oh wow! And the comments are ooh. Some of the people are getting really angry at the guy. Oh wow! For saying this, like the last one I just got a day ago said, "She fucks other dudes while you pay for all her bills and support her." Sad, sad, sad. These are the type of weak ass men. Feminism, equality, Disney, single mothers, and the lack of strong father figures create. And, I, and then he he goes on to say, this "Dudes so weak minded, they allow." Here he goes, "Dudes so weak minded, they allow other men to screw their wife or girlfriend." Now. If they're both screwing other people, I can understand. But if she is the one doing this, all the screwing, sucks to be him. And okay, just digest that for a second. But I want to ask why he put Disney in the middle of that. 
I found that very offensive because I'm a big Disney fan, actually. I don't understand what Disney has to do with feminism, equality, single mothers, and the lack of a strong father figure. What does Disney have to do with that? These these are all things that I, I think um, he's wrong about. So, uh, <laughs> first of all, I'd like to say, uh, fuck this guy. Um, <laughs> I... I why is he getting so angry to the point of uh, taking offense to this guy's personal preferences? Oh, God, also, I don't... Also, I, I don't even want to give... I don't even want to give this guy enough respect to even comment on, the, on this stupidity. Uh, actually, that comment was a lot better than the one, like, a few... I just... I Sometimes I don't read the comments because there's so many of them, and I guess this one must have s- somehow slipped by, and it's got a lot of expletives, which I'm not going to say, but I'm just going to... I'm going to bleep out some things, but this guy, this guy wrote something very nice to me, and his name is Bruce Willis. I love people that don't... And he, and he has an icon of Bruce Willis, and I doubt it's really Bruce Willis who would write this, but it's some weak troll that Decided to call himself Bruce Willis. A weak he wrote, troll. You just got well, you got just fucking dissed by my mom. Weak troll. Okay, well, when you're gonna see why I dissed when I read this. What he wrote: This bitch is a sick, fucking, and loving satanic whore. <laughs> Can't wait till she dies and goes to hell. L M A O exclamation mark exclamation mark. Now you see why I said he's he's a weak troll. And that, that that is that, a total weak troll. That's a can weak you troll. imagine this? What the hell is that? I, I could do a whole, I can do a, oh my God. I, you cannot believe I would kick the bitch whore out the door ASAP. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so so uh, how does this all relate to the that, conversation well, of, of said that they'd be okay, Because they, they'd be okay with swinging. They're just not okay with this cuckolding thing. And maybe we'll do another video. It's, I mean, another um, podcast on cuckolding at some point. Cause uh, I think we did, didn't we do one already? Yeah, we, we, uh, well, we were, I was invited to, to be part of a cuckold hot white <laughs> fantasy, <laughs> which my, is not my personal preference, but I don't shame the guy in, in wanting that. <laughs> you were, I forgot you were the cuckold. <laughs> I was not going to be the cuckold. I was going to be involved with the You were the, the fantasy. Cuckold. Yeah. I you was were the, the fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. Anyway, you know, and there's a little part of me that thinks that the people that are into cuckling, there's a couple of things. One is, if that's what makes them happy, who gives a shit what they do? You know, that's their that's their preference, right? And the second thing is, you know, if if a man can't satisfy his wife and he loves his wife, he's just not into sex, having sex with her, or what for whatever medical reasons or psychological reasons, whatever, and they want to do this thing, why criticize him? Yeah, it's a it's a loving thing that he's doing. If he's saying, "Yeah, go ahead and have sex," and I love to hear about it, and I just can't satisfy you the way that you know you need to be satisfied. Yeah, so, and, I and, I mean, and that's another delicate discussion. These are all very delicate discussions when you start saying, "You know, I'm interested in having you or me open up this our our sexual space," and um, I I I don't know if it necessarily needs to inspire anger. I think it can be done. <clears throat> In a in a more sensitive, uh, con- conscientious way that allows the other person to feel that you care about them, that that there's compassion there, uh, as opposed to just being like, "Yo, I want to get my dick in another person." Yeah, it, it's it, it's you know all these different things have to be very delicately. Um approached in baby steps you know baby steps yeah that's the key but i guess it's it's important to to go ahead and and talk to the person about what you're 
your needs are. And if they aren't getting met, then fix them. Can you give me an example of a baby step conversation? Uh, uh, let's just take up a different subject altogether. Let's say the person's into anal sex. Yeah. So we do have a question have, about that too, about this person wanting to get oh, um, the well, partner let's, let's into move anal on. sex. Okay, let's let's move on to the next and we'll go we'll probably cover them both then. Well, that that one uh I'd have to I, I can't even find that right now. So Oh, I thought you meant like that's our next question. Here, okay, here, here here's one here's one that I wanted to address. How about this? Hey Cam and Karen Lee, my name is Katie. I love your podcast. I had a question. My husband and I have been married for almost five years. Pretty much our entire marriage, he hasn't really had much of any sex drive. I ask him what I can do and what he wants, and he says he doesn't know. I often feel like we are more like roommates than spouses. Any advice? Maybe he wants to be a cuckold. <laughs> my <laughs> advice. That's a that's a pretty dramatic step, I guess. Uh, any advice? I got some advice. Talk about it. Okay, so what is a baby step discussion in this situation? Definitely, he need, she needs to to get this white elephant, you know, out in the open and talk. And she said, "What did she say? She did talk about it, but how, you know, how in depth did they get?" Did I asked express- him what I can do and what he wants, and he says he doesn't know. So the she entire marriage. For five years, yeah. hasn't really had much of he hasn't had much of any sex drive. So, what do we do about that yeah. situation, mother? Uh, mother. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, if she really has spoken to him about it, I wonder how in depth that she really got. You know, okay. maybe she's 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 she didn't maybe she thought she had a discussion and it didn't get you know. Well, so just, it's, and, yeah, it might have been like, hey, what do you want? What 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 turns you on? And he doesn't know, so that's the end of the conversation. Or it could be yeah. like, hey, I really feel like I, I I you're not as into the sex thing as I am. Yeah, and uh, I, and have that conversation she, outside of the bedroom. Outside of the bedroom. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Why but, outside? But the bedroom? I why outside because. If you're in the middle of it, you can, you know, it it, it definitely will put a, a damper on, you know, getting a boner. If the person's like, like why aren't you into it? I, this is, you know, it's, you've been upsetting me for five years. You know, you yeah, just yeah. don't want. It's you, more I'd, I'd have it outside and emotional. Of the yeah, yes, totally. It could cause more damage than good to do it in the middle of the uh, act. So, yeah. yeah, I would have the discussion. And have if the discussion. It have the discussion. And if, it, if that discussion doesn't go well, you could always see a sex therapist. Yeah, sex therapist would be great in this situation mm-hmm. because a sex and, therapist can kind of yeah. get down to the root of how sometimes this relates to the man's lack of desire in the situation might relate to the fact to how he views sex in general. Like if he was born in a very religious family that kind of frowned mm-hmm. upon having sex, that there are all maybe there was sex abuse at some point. There could be all yep. sorts of reasons why. He would think that, like, with someone he cares most about, he wouldn't want to subject them to the, his sex. Yeah. And so that th- th- this is something that a sex therapist would be wonderful to work with. Yeah, and and especially it's not always the person that's depriving the other person of sex. Sometimes it has to do with her and how she relates to him. And totally, it could be a, a lot of things going on. It with might her be. Too. It might be enough of a simple, a, a more of a. a a simple conversation that then we're uh, we're making it out to be. It could just be that she just gives him a nice sensual massage. Oh, look at that! Like the pleasure mechanics would suggest. Yes, and it may turn into something more, and it can move on. You know, sometimes you could just try new stuff. Maybe she needs to come dressed up as a like a little schoolgirl and fulfill his fantasy that way, or 
turn on some porn or pull out some vibrators and see what he says. There's a lot of different things she could try. Yeah, I see that you have I got those, a whole bag of tricks. What you have those just sitting at your fingertips right there. Those <laughs> came, came real quick to you. <laughs> How was it? Well, we've had this question ten thousand times. I mean, yeah, not yeah. just on my YouTube channel, but with the two of us have people yeah. always ask the number one question. How can I keep my my sex life alive and yeah, spicy what happens when there's exciting. a discrepancy and one person wants more sex than the other? You know, and think about it. That that's got to be a very, very common thing. I mean, how do you get exactly on the same page all the time? You can't. You can't. And and so, with all these conversations, I think it's really important to address that they might lead to anger or pain or, uh, you know, a lot of discomfort. But I love I love where you're going with this. <laughs> what What do you think I'm going to say? It leads to such growth. It does lead to growth. It and that pain. Leads ultimately leads to less suffering overall and in the future. You know, it's the. It, 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 I'm not saying that every conversation needs to take place. Like every thought needs to be voiced, but if it's something you hold true to, like very close to your identity, that you feel like you're a fraud when you're with the other person, and that the other person really needs to know, there you can have the delicate conversation. It might lead to pain, but ultimately, it's the more loving thing to do because it's more honest to yourself and the other person, and. It will also lead to less suffering. So overall, it's a very good Buddhist practice. I was about to say my little Buddha. <laughs> You're my little teeny Buddha there. <laughs> well, I'm a, all right, I don't mean teeny. Here yeah. we go again. Here you go. You've got to be very sensitive now when you talk about any size-related <laughs> issues with me. Next thing you know, I'm fucking measuring my dick with floss. <laughs> For You guys... I'm begging the listeners to go back if you have not heard episode. Which episode was that? That was uh, episode, I believe, the, the episode one twenty six and w- yeah, one twenty six was the morning 126. after. Is, is I my need dick to know. Normal? It is such a funny, funny episode. I, I love tormenting my. I love my son is tormented. <laughs> that is so not. Funny. No, I didn't mean. You it. love I that to... your son is tormented. No, it's just it's you just do such a funny Woody Allen like it's just so funny to me. Like when you're asking your brother, you're like you're asking your brother, please just tell me, am I normal? Is this a normal size? Who does that to their? Why brother? the fuck wouldn't he just say yeah, it's normal? He would not say yes. He would not let. You... <laughs> he wouldn't give me that. Well, who does that? Who asks that of their brother? I, if my brother asked me my, my dick size, I would be like, yeah, that's a great dick size. Okay. <laughs> what would you I would do give if him you the found pos- out? Wait, what if you, because I literally have no clue about either of your dick sizes. He probably is a I, mammoth wh- cock. I was going to say, what if he had like a 10 inch and that's why he didn't want to tell you like, oh my God, that thing is tiny compared to mine. Yeah. Or maybe I have a three inch and he was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to what talk if, about that right now. Yeah. What if he had the three inch? Yeah. You might have the three inch. He might be looking at me and be like, what is that? That's a fucking mammoth. <laughs> and and we talked about that too how guys don't typically know what the other guys are looking like when they're hired yeah we did get so. a patron uh question about this by the way and what was did a, he say it was a follow-up um mike was asking like really um you know what how oh i have to find the question now but basically it was like um 
what is the cutoff for like in terms of girth and length? Oh God, that was that was a very uh, there was an that, intricate that, question. That question was so intricate that I had to like uh, put it away to read later, and I don't think I ever got to it. Yeah, that was that was quite an inter. It was like a whole girth versus length thing, and uh, yeah, that was like, a question. You really wanted to know what at what point does it start causing pain as opposed to feeling making the woman feel yeah. full. And yeah. at what point, in terms of largeness, in terms of width and length, and what, that, what yeah, point? Yeah, that length thing is a is good issue. It is too small. I have had several men complain that they were too big, you know, not just girth, but lengthwise, and they were actually hurting women. Um, and they, and people like, oh, you know, like if you ask my boyfriend, he's like, what's bigger than twelve inches? Thirteen, you know. I mean, the fuck kind of he, what what he what feels like he feels like every guy wants a bigger dick. Yeah, and which I'm is telling not necessarily you, the truth. It, it's not necessarily the truth. It's also not good for, from a women's standpoint to have this large thing that is painful. Is, is like Nina Harley says, there's daily dick and special occasion cock. Yeah, the people I are gonna stop listening to our show when they realize all we talk about is penis size. <laughs> no, it seems to be a very big preoccupation considering I have another video on my YouTube channel that has nearly five million views on porn stars talking about penis size. Yeah. It happens to be the number one I searched. I mean, if I look right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We don't need to do that. <laughs> just, I want to look right that. now. No, we don't just need to, to do that. Just to see no, I how... don't want to do that. This is waste everyone's All right. time. All right. Okay. Anyway, this guy basically was like, what is the smallest difference in oh, girth that I have woman to say can this. detect? Hold on. What? Hold on. I just It's almost 10 million results in the last 47 seconds people have searched for penis size. 10 million. That's insane. It's ten seconds, also that we, that we've uh, that we've wasted <laughs> of our to. listeners. Okay, so go ahead, go ahead. Basically, he was just saying, what is the smallest difference in girth a woman can detect? Obviously, there will be a huge difference in sensations between a one-inch wide penis and a two-inch wide penis. But what about, say, between a one-point-five-inch wide and one-point-six wide? There is a line somewhere. Anyone know where? Same question, but applied to length. Pleasure versus pain. Somewhere within the length type by girth ratios of the maximum amount of pleasure a woman can feel. My question is how quickly can pleasure turn to pain? Example, can two inches wide make a woman feel absolutely full and not hurt, but 2.1 cause screams of too much? All the above applies to the other end of the spectrum where the threshold is too small versus this feels acceptable. Okay, the first thing I have to say about all this is it's really impossible to answer that question because every... Vagina is different. The vaginal canal is vulva. It, it, no, the actual vagina itself, the va- the vaginal canal. Oh, not you're the talking whole, about the whole the the okay. The just the, the where the where you insert your dick in that hole, that length there, and that width of that canal can vary dramatically. You it's can like have, saying you know, it's very, like saying if you if you are size. You know, if you're if you wear a size, if you have a medium sized torso and you're choosing to wear an extra extra large, you're gonna look a little frumpy. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the fit. It depends on the fit. Anyway, all this is to say there is no precise way of measuring this. All you can do is accept whatever you have because you're not gonna change it anyways, and call it a day. Yeah, and, and again. It- 10 million people are searching for this thing. And it says here, an average erect penis length is 5.1 inches. Which I've exceeded for everyone. If they were Look at look at that, Cam. You are not average. You are above, above average. average. You are an above, above average. Jewish penis. It's amazing. 
It's absolutely amazing. But I mean, Why does if my you mother think know about it, it really has, very has to, to me. What? Why my mother knows my dick size and erect is very concerning to me. <laughs> Just, you made a huge deal out of it at the last episode. Huge deal. No pun intended. It wasn't the last episode. We've just been harping on this for too many times. We need to cut. We need to cut this episode off. I'm I'm done with it. All right. Anyway, All right. you guys, hope you like the morning after episode that we just hit, <laughs> which uh, you know brings up a lot of topics that I think may be interesting to you guys. And if it is, please don't hesitate to text or call us. At, yes, text yes, mom. Text mom. We would love to hear from you. We want to create a. An open and honest dialogue. With you. Absolutely. You know, it's lonesome to be doing this just into the void. So that's why we decided to do this show, this morning after show. Yes. And um, if you have any other questions or concerns, you can always talk, go to our Facebook. We have a Facebook page. We and that's where you can tag a- us at Sex Talk With My Mom when you share it with your friends, which is the best way to help us out. Sharing is caring. Don't be a selfish little prick. All no right. pun intended. You want to uh, sing them away? I got to sing it away. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the 5.1 inches to please. Ooh. (laughs) Bye. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.